ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the ABCs of Greek. I'm Thomas. I'm Erin. And I'm Jacqueline. And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series Greek episode by episode. Hey guys, please keep rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Um, like we said at the top of last episode, um, once we get to 100 reviews, we're going to let you guys choose what movie you want us to recap. So make sure that you are leaving those reviews and also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at ABCs of Greek Podcast. Yeah, and start emailing in suggestions for movies that we'll, we'll choose from. So this week we're talking about Season 2, Episode 15, Evasive Actions. An episode originally aired on April 27th, 2009. It was it was directed by Michael Lang and written by Patrick Sean Smith and Carter Covington. The IMDb summary is, The Zeta Beta Zetas and Iota Kappa Iota Sororities engage in a game of dodgeball. Michael Lang, our new friend. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I miss him. I do too. We should have him back on at the end. Yeah. I feel like he'll come back. He was so great. I just want to hang out with him. Yeah, I feel like I have more questions too. Like now that we've asked the first layer of questions. I also think it's funny that the the description for this only centers around the dodgeball because I feel like there's so much <laughs> more that happens. These descriptions are out of pocket. Yeah, the descriptions, like, they're kind of funny because part of me is like, well, I'll, I'll just write like a log line instead. Yeah. But they're also funny that they're... No, I like that. Like, They're read insane. Read what the IMDb page says because it's really <laughs> and like some of them are five paragraphs. Yeah, and this one is one sentence about something that happens in the last ten minutes of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I think that They're I know. Kind of spoilers. I've thought about like writing our own or whatever, but I think these are hilarious. We open up at the ZBZ house, and the pledges are being conducted by Casey, and they're singing. A very culty sorority song. Jacqueline, we had many of these. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those songs, though. They still get stuck in my head. I, oh, yeah. I sing them regularly. Like, there used to be harmonies in them, and I always... Yeah. it was. They were, like, really fun. They I were insane. The they were absolutely bonkers, but they, I loved them. Yeah. The <laughs> lyrics, I was like, this can't be real. This can't. Just imagine them, like, sitting down, too, and, like, coming up with the lyrics. Yeah. The sisters of yore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and of course, Jordan is in a flannel. Okay, also, the, the like, previously on Greek reminded me in this episode why originally I was hating on her so yeah. hard. Because she says that she usually isn't friends with girls. Yeah. Which is so annoying to me. And She's feeling, not a girl's girl. Yeah, I was feeling a little bad about coming down on her so hard. No. But then I was like, wait, no, it was because she said that. She's like, sexist. She, oh, she has so much <laughs> internalized misogyny. Yeah, and she also says, it's. I'm usually not friends with girls like that, or girls, or girls all at all. It's like, I, we'll get into it, obviously. This is now a Jordan hate pod, at least for me. But, like, she really looks down on other women who have interests that are considered, like, quote, basic. And who like being around other women. Yeah. Which is so annoying. Like, sorry, I'm a glutton for female friendship. It's the best. Honestly, same. Yeah. It's the best. (laughs) 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 So, 
Casey is announcing um, they're going to like have a little movie night now. And then tomorrow is the big sis, little sis night at Dobbler's. And so then Jordan bails on the bonding movie and makes it seem like she doesn't want to come to Dobbler's either. She also makes it seem like she has somewhere really important to be. And we yeah, find she, out like, where she's going. The door. Yeah, and Casey, creme de la creme of ZBZ, approaches her directly. Her big set. Yeah. It's so annoying and, to me, and it's like, I wasn't into that much either, but I still showed, I was like, I'm here, like, this is, like, nice, this is a community of women, like, I'm gonna, like, show up to the things that are expected of me to be there, because then you just look like an ass. And you're also, also paying for Yeah, it. exactly. And... There is a thing in sororities, and I think it's with any kind of group where there's, like, people who have worked hard to, like, have a place in it, you know? Like, where if you were a freshman and, like, a girl who was a senior or something came up to you and was, like, clearly trying to make you feel welcome, like, even if you weren't, like, vibing with that person or maybe that wasn't, like, your, you know, type of friend typically, you would be nice because it is a big deal. Like, Casey has, like, a very established role in ZBZ, and, like... She's trying to make Jordan feel included. Any normal person in any kind of social setting would see that and, like, reciprocate it. Mm -hmm. Especially completely new to the school. Yeah. Yeah, she's already turning away, and she's like, oh, well, I need friends, but, like, I don't want these friends. And I just hate the way she talks to Casey like she's fucking stupid. Yeah, like, she's humoring her for listening to her. Like, Casey's like, oh, Jordan, you're not going to come to Dollars? Like, it's going to be so fun. She's like, hmm. Like, she, like, scoffs at everything. And this girl is not dumb. Like, oh, it just, she is, I could go on, I could write a dissertation on all the reasons I dislike Jordan. You go back to school and you're like. (laughs) I'm like, let me just start, let me defend this thesis. (laughs) You're like, you do, like, a PhD in women's studies, but you write it all about Jordan. all about Jordan. (laughs) Her, like, whatever, it's going to be five episode arc. Um, No, it's it's definitely longer. She's on the the show for a while. Yeah. Here we go. Well, somebody to hate more than Russ. I was just going to say that. You know it's bad when I'm like, I don't hate Rusty that much this episode. When I when he is like has redeeming qualities mm-hmm. about him in this, mm-hmm. comparatively. Yeah. Yeah. So, she bails, and we get the sense that she doesn't want to come to the Dobblers either. Leaves the house. Ashley walks up to Casey and she's asking like how the pledges are doing and Casey's saying like oh they're so excited except for one like Jordan really doesn't seem happy here and then she's saying you know what I think she needs some big sister love so she's gonna find out a way to give it that to her so she doesn't de-pledge. So we're at the KT house. Rusty, Andy, Beaver, Cappy, I think maybe Wade also are sitting around the poker table. And Rusty tells Andy, like, let the brothers lose so they don't haze you so hard to make them feel superior. And Andy's like, oh, like, thanks for the tip, big bro. Which is kind of like a good look into the psyche of, like, the frat hazing. I never thought of it that way, but like I'm sure that is why some get hazed way harder because I feel like totally. they need to make them feel inferior extra. Mm-hmm. And who fucking shows up but Jordan? She just waltzes <laughs> in and it, like we see the look on Andy's face like he didn't invite her. No, no she one invited her. She didn't knock. No, but this oh. is where she had to be instead of but watching yeah, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. 
She couldn't go hang out with her sisters. Because, you know, this is a more superior activity, and it clearly shows that you're smarter and better than everybody else if right. you're going to be going or play poker with your boyfriend. for frat bros. Playing yeah. poker with pretzel sticks. Uninvited. You know she's the kind of person, too, who, like, wouldn't enjoy it if there was, like, another girl there. Or be, like, really weirdly competitive and would be like, sorry, do you like IPAs? I only drink beer. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, just, like, not being friendly at all. Yeah. And, like, shitting on her when she goes to the bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wait, we have to talk about the way that Jordan sits in the chair. Oh, my God. She pulls up a chair, puts it in between Rusty and Andy, spins it around and sits on it, like, like... Regional theater director style, with yes. her arms up on the back of the chair, and she, because they let her play, because she's like, "Oh, you're playing with pretzels? Like, what are you girls?" And like, puts down fifty bucks, and she keeps calling them like ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Because being a woman is so insulting. And to Jordan, it is. So insulting. And you know what? If someone is calling me a lady and comparing me to Jordan, I would be offended. Yeah. If they think Jordan is ladies. <laughs> the way, and then she's, she stays sitting like that. Yeah. It's so crazy. And she's like right up in an Andy Rusty sandwich, and Rusty's like, okay. Like, yeah. he says he needs to like go do something like very technical sounding. And Andy's like, oh, I thought you were free all night. And he is just like, bye, peace, see ya. Yeah. Which I don't blame. I know he has different reasons in thinking Jordan's annoying, mm-hmm. but I get not wanting to be around her when she shows up. Yeah. Yeah, I would also skedaddle. I literally wrote, <laughs> shockingly, Rusty, I think that you're better than her. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, my God. Though, together, those two together would be so unbearable. They would be yeah. the couple from hell. But they're both annoying in, like, different ways. Like, I've never gotten the feeling that Rusty... Like, Rusty genuinely doesn't look down on Casey for, like, being involved in a sortie. In fact, I think that might be about what he admires the most about her. Yeah, he looks up to her. Yeah, like, he likes that she's so involved and that she, like, cares about that kind of stuff. I will say, yes, like, pick-me girls are annoying, but I do want to point out Worse is a pick-me man. And we don't talk about them mm. the same way that we talk about pick-me girls. Mm. Like, guys who, like, think that they're, like, so special for considering a woman has feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, the way that they talk about themselves, it's insane. You're talking about, like, the liberal Brooklyn man yeah. archetype. and they fly oh right God. under the radar, and it's like, no. Like, because they go to therapy. Too. So I just really, I just want to be clear that we're not just picking on women for being no babies. no I mean if they, they go to therapy and they they split the bill oh my god yeah. yes literally yes uh, so as Rusty's leaving Cappy says don't forget about the scavenger hunt tomorrow so that's gonna come back up mm-hmm. yeah just like Jordan again calling the men girls as an insult it's just like I fucking hate that and like women who shun other women and I'm not being hypocritical in saying this by shunning Jordan she wants to be shunned yeah she does she thinks that's like a badge of honor that she doesn't get along with other women yeah and it's like if you decide not to we're here and we're gonna have a fun time and it's gonna be a whole lot better and it's one thing to have different interests like it's it's a totally acceptable thing to be like oh I just genuinely like 
like sports and like that's what I enjoy doing. It's another thing to think that makes you superior to other women, which is what she thinks. Yeah. (laughs) Or we will get into the shoes of it all later. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry, darling. This is just the beginning. Don't worry, darling. Shia, 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 Shia. (laughs) Um, Now, um, Calvin is having breakfast at Rusty's apartment um, and he asked him to hang out that night, which is nice. I love nailing down some plans earlier in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sounds like they, they would have, like, a fun, like, cozy night, too. Yeah, and they're, like, they're just going to hang out. He's still, like, not jazzed about Evan's strange behavior, and it's like, okay, let's, let's uh, put some rusty time on the calendar. And Dale is in the background <laughs> sewing a window treatment. I what I forget what term he uses. I have no for idea. It, but he is surprised that Calvin doesn't know the obscure name for it as a gay man. Um, and it, Dale is explaining since he and Rusty are both wifeless right now, someone has to <laughs> you know make this a home. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love that he has a sewing machine. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, he's kind of the dream roommate. Like, he (laughs) just cleans all the time. Yeah, well, except for what we'll get into. Oh, yeah, except for later on. Um, But already I'm excited because I can tell this is going to be a Dale-heavy episode. And, you know, I love me some Dale content. Yeah, like, I mean, I understand he was busy last week with his Jesus grass living style. But, like, it's good to have him back. It is good to have him back. So there's a knock at the door and the leasing agent stops by to show their apartment since they're in the like model apartment. Um, And she beelines her Dale and starts hitting on him by literally laying her body (laughs) on his back and says something smells delicious. Of course he's making dinner in the slow cooker. That's Mm -hmm. already on. (laughs) Already on at breakfast. Again, great roommate. Um, and Rusty is, like, trying not to laugh in the background, which is, I love. And then the leasing agent leaves, and Rusty goes, you're good. And he, Dale's like, good at, like, what do you mean, good at what? And he goes, being a model tenant. And Dale said he likes to lead by example, like Jesus. Oh. How old do you think that woman is? She's got to be 42. 40. Yeah. No way, you think that old? Oh, I was going to say like 37. Maybe 37 or I'd say anywhere from 37 to 42. I would put I would play And Dale's 20. Yeah, or 19, I guess, or maybe 20. Also, I feel like like over a decade ago, women who were like in their late 30s and like early 40s dressed less. Like I feel like Yeah. We collectively dress younger and more on trend Mm -hmm. as we are getting older like the generation you know what I mean do you know what I'm talking about so like I could see her maybe being 36 35 but like the style and she's dressed like as like professional yeah like like real estate yeah and when she she takes her hair down later in the episode and she looks like a lot younger yeah okay so yeah maybe deeply inappropriate (laughs) Oh yeah. yeah. But is I don't think she's employed by Sirio. No, no, no. Sheila? But, is that her name? Yeah. Yeah, Sheila. She does have control as we see later about where they live. That apartment yeah. is nice. It's it's, it's huge. So nice. I really want to live there. Those Ohio prices. 
And it's like a really yeah. nice exterior too. Yeah, I noticed that the it's view of like beautiful. Main Street. <laughs> you gotta think Dobblers is right there. The view of Main Street Cypress. Oh my gosh. Main Street USA. <laughs> <laughs> um so Casey shows up at Jordan's dorm and she like wants to hang out and Jordan's like, Oh, I was about to go on a run, you could come. Meanwhile, Casey's done up, like, wearing an adorable outfit, and she's like, mm, let's hang out here. Yeah, like, obviously she's not going to go on a run. Like, she's not, like, what would she wear? Your running clothes? Like, that's weird. Yeah, I know. And, like, she doesn't have a water or anything. Like, how is she? She's not, pre- you have to prepare for that. Yeah, you have to be, like, mentally and physically prepared to run. Yeah. And also, it's not like, like... Casey doesn't run. We saw her run and we saw oh. Rusty Cat call her. Yeah, <laughs> she totally runs. Like wearing those pigtails. Yeah. Yeah. And she looks When Rusty said nice taillights. Yeah. Oh my god. Ew. In case anyone forgot. I think about that a lot. And so they go into her room and Casey's looking around and she's like, oh, I love your decor. Like this color palette. There's like one side of the room is all pink and like very ZBZ looking. Um, and then she looks at the other side of the room and it's like, it's a brown sheets. <laughs> The sheets are brown. It is a it is a poop brown comforter. Sorry, Thomas. Not a throw pillow in sight. Sorry. <laughs> Thomas took a, a swig of Starbucks before. Um, that was almost a spit take. Good recovery. <laughs> I would never spit on the new couch. Not on the burrow. I feel like I need Not to keep sponsored. that in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking brown shoes. I no, I did gasp. <laughs> like the brown sheets. Like you can't Who even has brown sheets. <laughs> no, you have to work to even you're, find them on a you're website. So committed to being an anti-woman woman that you are going to make yourself sleep in brown sheets. <laughs> Not even a man would do that. Like, they would at least go for maybe blue. Oh, my God, yeah. It's like, isn't it, isn't it like, usually they, those guys go for, like, gray sheets or, like, yeah. navy sheets? Yeah, it's, navy it's navy. Sheets. It's navy like, all the fine. way. Yeah. I don't know brown. why it can't be white, but okay. <laughs> they don't trust themselves. But brown... And it's also, oh my god, it just looks, it's horrible. I literally wrote down, have you ever seen those pictures of what Scandinavian prisons look like? Like, they're really, like, they look like little apartments. Yeah. Those are nicer than Jordan's (laughs) side of the room. Oh my god. So obviously, spoiler alert, we find out that it's Jordan's side of the room and Casey's kind of, like, grossed out. (laughs) Can you imagine sitting on the brown comforter bed? I don't even know that there was a comforter. I think it was like a top sheet. <laughs> it was just Please. literally all one color. Like it was like brown pillow, brown sheet, brown duvet it was cover. Literally like somebody drew a 2D stick. <laughs> <laughs> it was what you would give your sim if you were trying to torture them. Um, what does Casey call? She like she calls Jordan inside of the room something too. I think just like unfortunate. <laughs> Yeah, she she says something. I forget what the adjective she uses here. If I was Casey and I saw that, I would literally be like drop. It's fine. Drop. The money. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, she Jordan has the money. She dropped a fifty dollar bill at the poker night. Yeah, that's true. This is not a money issue. I would never be able to do that in no, college. No, that is an active choice. Like you, that the brown comforter she is. It has nothing to do with money. She. <laughs> choosing this life but also we find out later like 
Casey is interested in like making ZBZ. I, I hesitate to use the word diverse because <laughs> this is a white blonde woman that we're talking about, but diverse in personality. Yeah. yeah. I think she realizes that like perhaps they were focused on the wrong things when <laughs> Franny was at the helm. Yeah, Jordan is a thin white blonde woman. Yeah. But hey, she likes sports. She likes sports and she likes poker. She doesn't like girls. <laughs> she doesn't like girls. <laughs> oh my god, I can't get over the brown sheets. Okay. So, Casey has a gift for her. <laughs> they sit down on the brown sheets. And she gives her Mr. Purse a lot, which is a big stuffed, pink stuffed cat. And she says this has been passed down in their family for generations of ZBZs, um, and she says, well, why doesn't Rebecca have it? And <laughs> she says Rebecca's allergic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she clearly just didn't want to give it to Rebecca at the time, which, you know, we get. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, it shows that we're all threads in the fabric of ZBZ, um, and Jordan is, like, trying to be nice, but it, she's still being snarky and sarcastic. She is, yeah. No, she, like, literally Casey acknowledges that it's kind of, like... Yeah, like, like a silly gift. Yeah, silly, but she's like, but, like, it does mean something, you know, like, that yeah. there's a bunch of women that have come before you that have all been a part of this organization. And Jordan scoffs, like, yeah. physically, like, laughs under her breath. She's like... <laughs> like, oh, so crazy to be part of a community of women. That you chose! You agreed to this! And what did you think about- it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like sororities are a mystery of what the culture is like. You didn't, like, sign up for the hockey team and show up and this was it. Like, it's not a shock that they're giving you a stuffed animal as a gift. So now Franny barges into Evan's room at Omega Kai. He's not dressed, but he's alone. But he's also looking better than ever. Yeah, he looks good. He looks better than Evan. He looks definitely better than Evan in the last episode. His hair is getting volume again. Did you notice? Oh, yeah. He looks, like, good. He looks healthy. He he does. He's got, like, more of a spring in his step. He also thinks that him and Franny are broken up. (laughs) Yeah. And she wants to talk about the mixer. Um, And she's like, you know, I'm sure you did what you did for a good reason. Mm. (laughs) Um, And she goes, when we got together, I liked Evan and I liked Chambers. So I guess this just leaves Chambers. I said, whoa, out loud. Like, Please respect yourself a little bit more, Franny. Like, I, I don't respect you, but respect yourself. Right. It was, I, my heart was breaking a little bit for her here. It was like really ick, big ick. And Evan also is like taken aback when she says that. And he's like, you don't want to break up. And Franny is like, you promised to help me. I need your social standing. I need the name. Um, And Evan is like, why should I care? Like, I don't like you. I don't. Like, I don't want anything to do with you. And so, basically, she tells him she's going to use the townie and the stolen car as blackmail against him for his mom. And he's like, this is enough for him. But he also, she also is like, they won't respect you in Omega Omega Kai either. Which I don't think is really true. I don't think anyone cares. Like, truly. They don't respect Franny. No. But I guess, like, hanging out with, like, quote, hot girls, unquote. <laughs> the townie was pretty. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, the ickies as the a... social as standing. A, yeah, right. I, I'm not agreeing with what she's saying. Well, they... So they agreed to this business arrangement. 
Um, and it's, it is icky. Um, so now we're back in Dale and Rusty's apartment, and Dale is watching, he's cheering at the TV, and Rusty's like, is football on? And he says, no, I'm watching The View, I record them all week so I can watch them back to back. Sure. He loves Elizabeth Hasselhoff. (laughs) Oh my god. Then he, he pops up from the couch and starts vacuuming, and he's talking about all his house chores that he's gonna do, and like, oh, it's so much nicer to just order your groceries online and get them delivered, which was kind of revolutionary in 2009. I still don't do that. Yeah, that was like a new concept back then. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of new a few years ago. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember the first time doing it probably in like 2019, being like, wow, I'd I don't know if I'll ever do this again. The only time I've, like, I did it, like, at my parents' house during COVID. That was Right. I feel like COVID was... But Trader Joe's isn't on any of the services, and that's my go-to. Same. And I like the experience of wandering the aisles. Plus, they will They will replace things with the most egregious replacements. Like, (laughs) what? It's like I ask for a tomato, and I get, like, tomato soup. Yeah, I I like to hold my produce, you know, like (laughs) look at the apple. I know, I spent a long time picking out my apples. Right. Yeah, same. Anywho, so Rusty is like, what's up with your purity pledge brothers? Like, have you seen them recently? And he's like, no, I haven't seen them since last semester. And then he says, Dale, when was the last time you left the apartment not for class? And Dale goes, hmm maybe a couple weeks ago it was raining or maybe I was watching a movie where it was raining (laughs) (laughs) that's like so fair (laughs) those days where you just don't leave your apartment at all yeah he's blending um fiction with reality so Rusty's kind of concerned now Casey and Ashley are walking and chatting I didn't catch what they were chatting about it's very quick and they pass Franny Ash runs along. Franny comes up and just kind of starts, like, beefing with Casey immediately. Like, they are so drawn to each other, they can't not. <laughs> um, and Casey's like, we're not really worried about being number one. Um, we're all about sisterhood now. She said they have their most unique pledge class yet. And Franny's like, mm-hmm, like, knows what that means. And then... She's saying, like, oh, like, my new little is, like, one of these unique pledges, and I just today passed down Mr. Purs a lot. And as she's saying this, we look, and the flagpole, Mr. Purs a lot is tied to the top with duct tape X's on his eyes. What the actual fuck? This is so beyond rude. So it is twisted. so disrespectful. And, like, Mr. Purs a lot... If you don't like him, fine. But Casey made it clear he's sacred. Shove him in a closet. Like, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, it's so... I was... I literally gasped. I was like, you're kidding me. Literally so rude, so mean, so hurtful. Like... It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful, and it's just, like, a huge fuck you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also loved in this scene, like, when Ashley and Casey approach Franny, she's, like, kissing these two girls on the cheek, and then Ashley and Casey kind of, like, mock her. Oh, that's yeah. why I didn't see Franny do it. I didn't know why they did that. That's so funny. And then funny. Franny's, like, 
for your information, those two girls are Spanish royalty. Oh my god. <laughs> for sure. In Ohio. Yeah, and she's like, that is so disrespectful of you. They were the original George Santos. I would be so much more mad at this than Casey is. Like, she's very hurt, I think, but she, I would be livid. I would be like, you're yeah. yeah. She, she doesn't seem mad. She seems just more, like, disappointed. Yeah. No, yeah. I would be, I like, would be seeing mad. red. I, well, I would take it personally. It I is personal. Yeah. It oh is God, personal. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jordan treats Casey and Ashley both like they're idiots. Like, she's a joke. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, what, because they're a part of the same organization that you joined? Like, so annoying. Yeah, just, like, throw it away. Or hide it if you really don't want it. Yeah, don't throw it. I would just put it in your closet, yeah. put it under your bed, whatever. Yeah. Clearly, it's supposed to stay in the family. And if you really don't respect it that much, then, like, give it back. Give it back. Just be like, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fucking Jordan. Really embarrassing stuff. And that Franny is, like, right there. It's just like, ugh. Insult to injury. So now Rusty walks into Max's room and Max is complaining about the quality of the program he's in at CRU versus Stanford. It's like, Max, why did you do this? You made your bed, now you have to sleep in it. Like, why, 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 why did you not just go to Stanford? I'm sure. Or Caltech. Oh. Same difference. Why do I think Stanford. We we've been going. I think we've been saying <laughs> it's so. like a Brandon Travis situation. <laughs> it's a win. It's a Brandon Travis situation. Yeah, but I they're, don't kind, they're kind of one in the same. I it's mean, a Mandela effect. <laughs> it's like a better school than CRU, essentially. Yeah, in California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he, he says, "No, I don't regret going." And has the cart rights, or uh, CRU has the cart rights in awesome Ohio weather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. So Rusty is like, Max, like, maybe you can help me since you were an RA and you know how to deal with this kind of stuff. Dale has not left. Um, And Max pulls out his RA binder and starts, like, skimming through the pamphlets in there that they give him. And he's like, oh, okay, here we go. Like, you should give him an intervention. He goes, shut-ins. Okay. (laughs) Shut-ins. And... Then Max is like, can I please, please be there? <laughs> Which I love. He just wants to. Yeah, he's like, I have to see this. Max is getting really funny in these episodes, and I like that. I know. I like... It's a shame because, like, I like him when he's not... Besides this, like, horrible, manipulative mistake that he's Yeah, made. yeah. Everything but totally. that. Like, he's funny and quirky. Mm-hmm. And he's super cute. <clears throat> yeah, and he's he's... Really nice to both Rusty and Casey, minus, you know, what he's done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mean to himself. Right. Also, like, I do feel bad. He's grading papers about cement elasticity. Yeah, and he says Caltech is a research school, Mm -hmm. which is, like, way more interesting, and CRU is, like, a teaching school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, if that's even, like, the crux of, like, what you want to do, it's not even the same, like, why? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So the next scene, this just makes things even worse. Casey and Ashley have called in Jordan to like the ZBZ dining room for a meeting and Jordan walks in like she has no idea. Yeah, Casey, you wanted to see me? Yeah, it's like she's just kind of sheepishly walking in. And it's I mean, giving um Raquel from Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I just love it's the funniest line to me ever when Lala calls her a Bambi-eyed bitch. And then this is what she's giving Bambi-eyed bitchiness. She Casey, is. you wanted to see me? Or, yeah, it's like when the plastics are in the principal's office in Mean Girls, and they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, literally. Um, but she, I guess, is genuinely shocked that there's an issue with Mr. Purs a lot because apparently she gave, she says she gave it to a fraternity friend who's a KT pledge, i.e. Andy. Andy Licious. And he was going to use it for the scavenger hunt because they needed something with sorority letters on it. And she's like... Give him uh, a shirt. Yeah, it's like not even a good excuse. Like, it doesn't make it better. Yeah. Because you know she gave it to Andy and was like, oh, here, take this stupid thing. Yeah, look at and like, scoff. <laughs> yeah, we know her well enough. Yeah. There was no way this was innocent. No. And she's like, I had no idea what it was going to be used for. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. Actually, I don't even know if she apologizes. Maybe Probably she does. Not. If she does, it's like half-hearted Bambi bitch energy. (laughs) And so then um, Casey's like, you know, don't worry about it. She handles it really well, actually. I'd be like, get the fuck out. Yeah, she just like immediately forgives her. And she's like, we actually have a bigger problem. Like, can you sit down? And then Jordan, once again, like hesitantly sits down, like as though she, this is like the worst thing she's ever had to do. And then she talks about like, you know, they, they say, like, it doesn't seem like you're fitting in with CBZ. Like, what's going on? And she's like, I'm only friends with boys and g- girls on my soccer team. Or a girl on her softball team who are, like, all lesbians. Yeah. That's what she says. And it's, doesn't she also say it's because she had three brothers? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I am... Technically, I am Jordan in an alternate universe because I have three sisters and all my friends are girls. But that's just so much better. Yeah. <laughs> that's because it's the superior friendship type. <laughs> Also, like, I know plenty of people who only have brothers and yet can have female friendships. Yeah, like, so crazy how that works. You only have a brother. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Exhibit A. And so... I only have a sister, so I did everything perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out for you. <laughs> Set up for success. But also the most insane thing to me is when she's like, and my, like, softball team who, like, were all lesbians, like... Are they not women? What are you saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what is she saying? But I don't like but, what she's implying there. And so Casey and Ashley, or at least Ashley, interprets it as a aesthetic issue. Like yeah. she takes it very much literally at face value and is like, oh, you're having a hard time fitting in Phys- like physically? I mean, like not. Yeah. Like what you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, we can fix it. Yeah, she's yeah. like, we were made for this, basically, because, like, we're sorority girls. We love to make over. I know. It's, I'm just even thinking, too, about, like, if I actively joined a fraternity, which I don't think I would do, but <laughs> if I did, and most of my friends were girls anyway, I would still, like, put in the effort because I had joined a fraternity. Right. You know? Like. Yeah. Ashley, or not Ashley, uh, Jordan walked in, took one look around, and decided she was better than those people, and 
she made her mind up. Like, yeah. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're going to do makeovers. Um, we already... <laughs> it's decided. Yeah, it's decided. <laughs> Casey's like, have you ever seen a sorority movie? Like, we're really good at this. Um, I think she's referring to, like, the house bunny, probably. <laughs> I mean, it could be a million. <laughs> like, any sorority movie, basically. So, then we're at the Omega Chi house, and Evan finds Calvin. He's, like, studying on a couch, wearing this kind of red jacket. <laughs> He looks really good in it. <laughs> I like specifically noticed that. So it's kind of weird. Evan's like, Calvin, like, what are you up to? Like, let's, he really keeps playing up. Like, let's open a bar tab. Like, it's on my card. Yeah. He's he like, said it's on in, Chambers International. He's in the mood to go out and get hammered. Reel it in. Yeah, reel it in. Like, maybe just start with like, let's grab Chambers a beer. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, he keeps talking about that, and Calvin's like, why don't you hang out with, like, one of your two girlfriends? <laughs> and so Calvin's like, well, I already have plans to hang out with Rusty, and Evan immediately is like, oh, that loser? Yeah, he says, why do you waste so much time with that loser? And Calvin is immediately offended and says, well, I'd rather hang out with that loser than, like, hang out with you. And Evan is like, okay, it was a joke. I misread my audience. What was the punchline? <laughs> yeah. No, Evan's never told a joke in his life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just, we learned that in like the the spooky Mac, Max and <laughs> yeah. Nista episode. He's just not funny. Yeah. Except when he said they would take out some stairs. That was the one time he was funny. It was he only because he was around yeah. Cappy too. Yeah. Oh my God. He brings out kind of like a fun flirty side. You're right. That was really the only reason. And when Calvin leaves... He leaves everything he owns on the couch. <laughs> He's just like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're at the intervention at Rusty and Dale's apartment. And there, Dale walks in. I guess he's not outside of the apartment. Or was he coming I think he's in his room. Yeah, he's like coming out of his room and Rusty and Max are sitting on the couch. Rusty's like holding a pillow. <laughs> and it feels like very serious intervention yeah. energy. And... They kind of, like, ask Dale why he hasn't left the apartment. And he's like, I've just been avoiding vegans and Coldplay fans. <laughs> and basically, uh, Rusty's saying that, like, he just doesn't... Dale doesn't have a life, and it's, like, causing concern to him. And Dale's like, well, I just made my 700th friend on Facebook, which... He calls it Facebook.com. Yeah. Remembering from my days on Facebook, though, that was a lot of friends. That was a lot of friends. Remember, like, I feel like I would accept anyone when, like, when I know, I, was I first wanted out. to count. Yeah. I would just, like, talk to anybody at high school and immediately go home and friend them. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing. Or, like, people in my classes. And then if you, I like... Did, I did that in college, too. Yeah. I think I remember, like, hitting a thousand was, like, a big day. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I remember. I think I, like, pretty recently got to... Maybe, like, without knowing. Oh, I feel like I dropped off before I ever could get to a thousand. But for a while, it was all about the count. It was all about the count. So this intervention just doesn't work. And Max looks to Rusty and he's like, I think it's time to get passive aggressive. Okay, so this scene is a lot. This next scene at the Icky Mixer. Um, it's not really like a sanctioned mixer because other people are at Dobblers, right? It's like weird. It just seems like a regular well, night at Dobblers. It's sectioned off with velvet. <laughs> Stop, I didn't see the velvet yeah. rope. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that ta- that group too is on the Chambers tab. Yeah, the Chambers International. So we start, the first clip is Evan and Franny sitting at a Wait. table. Yeah, we're they're sitting at a table with like another... Icky couple. I guess I, it's just like a random girl. I guess it's an icky pledge. Yeah, and 
Um, Evan's not having it. He wants to leave. And Franny does this kind of like, he has an early tea time in the morning. Um, he's got to wake up early. And then Evan's like, just put everything on my tab, honey. Like they're kind of just playing husband and wife. And then Jordan and Casey walk in. Or does Jordan just walk in alone? No, she's with Casey. Yeah, so Jordan and Casey walk in and... I don't think she would have gone on her own. Yeah, and she's wearing, you know, an outfit that's a little bit more Casey Cartwright freshman year vibes. But Love like, Shack fancy threw up on her. Yeah, it's over the top <laughs> and it kind of looks like the makeover in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like really doesn't work on her and it's like I don't know that this is better this, it's, yeah. it's almost like contemporary American girl doll catalog clothes it does yeah. it looks like the like the American girl doll like of today yeah it's like that's that layered skirt a headband and like the, her hair and heels. ringlet curls yeah yeah they're like it's, not shaken out at all yes and she's wearing a lot of makeup and she just looks visibly uncomfortable like she's having trouble she's walking she's also acting like she's walking in like 10 inch platform heels she's walking in like a one inch kitten heel you're fine yeah so they approached a the group of zbz's and like laura's there which we haven't seen laura in a while yeah and they're all kind of like you know, surprised to see Jordan and Laura's like, you look so feminine <laughs> in, in Laura, in only a way that Laura could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Casey's like taking drink orders for the actives and Jordan tries to order a, like a Miller light. A light draft. <laughs> yeah. A light draft. She goes, can I have a light draft? And Casey goes, no. <laughs> she goes, no, you can't. Yeah, and she's like, Ugh, okay, like, I guess I'll try a lemon drop then. Like, first of all, don't say like that. Lemon drops are delicious. They're incredible. A light draft. <laughs> I hate that. This and, girl. Yeah, and so Casey tells her she can't She can't have a light draft, and I think Jordan immediately takes that as like, oh, I'm not allowed to drink right. beer because, like, I'm a ZBZ. But Casey's like, no, you literally just can't drink. It's, a like, a Panhellenic event, and you're in a pledge. I just want to take a moment and, like, think about how much fun the writers must have had picking the most annoying yeah. things. Oh, you know they girl, loved this. A light draft. Like, the person in the writer's room who said, what if she orders a light draft? <laughs> and everyone was like, perfect. And it's, just, it's the brown sheet person, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's just so, like, chef's kiss. The rule isn't that it's a panhellenic event the rule is that pledges can't drink with active members as a panhellenic rule yes which is a real thing i mean people obviously don't listen to it but and that feels valid too because she even says like i have a fake id like it makes sense that like an active wouldn't be able to like take your you know yeah like it's not like you're at someone's apartment and like no one's so different you're in front of everybody at a bar yeah they're at a sanctioned bar at where you need to have a fake yeah like yeah and so she's, Jordan is so fed up. She's like, I'm so annoyed. Well, you can see it on her face. And she excuses herself to the bathroom, doesn't even want to socialize with the ZBZs for a second longer. And then she runs into Beaver and he's like really surprised. He's like, you know, kind of looks like a ZBZ like puked on you or something. I think he yeah, says, he says like, you drank the Kool-Aid. Yes, that's what it is. You drank the ZBZ Kool-Aid. This is the most I've ever disliked Beaver. I know. Jordan brings out the worst in people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, Jordan's, and I think Beaver then invites her. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, like, he's like, come back to the KT house. Like, We're watching some sort of old movie that, of course, she yeah. loves the movie. I know, she's like, Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it's like it's like a random movie too. It's like 
Top Gun or something. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's in that realm. <laughs> it's the equivalent of saying they were watching Top Gun. Yeah. Or like 22 Jump Street. <laughs> but even worse. And then, um, so Franny then comes up to Casey at the bar. Literally and- seemingly just to neg her. Yeah. <laughs> it's. But have you noticed, like, I feel like Franny is, the more insecure she gets in every interaction she has with Evan, she just has to take it out on Casey. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's immediately after we see her then go up to Casey and, like, try to bully her. Yeah. Yeah, and she's she's literally, yeah, she's feeling so insecure, and it's probably because of Evan, and also because Casey's, like, in a happy relationship. We we also have these moments in this scene, in, in this episode as a whole, where Franny just keeps looking at Max and Casey. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't notice yeah. that. Like, very jealously. Like, mm-hmm. I think, and it's not that she likes Max, it's just, like, she, Casey Max has everything. his girlfriend. Yeah. Max is, a, <laughs> Max is attracted to his girlfriend. Yeah. He loves his girlfriend. Yeah. And Franny's in this, like, businessy relationship where there's no love. And so, um, yeah. Franny's just picking apart the ZBZs, talking about how the ICAPs are way better, and then Casey's like, you know, want to face off? Like, she spots, like, a karaoke poster, and, like, let's do a karaoke contest. And she she's like, I've heard you sing in the shower, and then she calls her Sanjaya. Do you remember him from yes, American Idol? Yeah. The obsession that was Sanjaya and his faux hawk. Oh, my God. He was, like, one of the original, like, internet yeah. blow-up. Right. I just remember that was such a big deal. And he, like, had a decent voice. Yeah, why did she thought... He, I guess... People he, thought... Like, people made fun of him as if he was, like, horrible. I know, and he, like, but made he was it on the show. Yeah, yeah, he made it to, like, the top 20 or something. Yeah. Like, he made it in front of a studio audience. Yeah, he was... He made it to the point where people were voting, which mm-hmm. means, like, you were good. Yeah, Like, no one, no one who was a joke made it that far. Basically, Jordan walks up to Franny and Casey in that moment, and in the presence of Franny, just decides to de-pledge ZBZ. And she's, like, not wearing the heels anymore. She's giving them back, and she's on her way to the KT house. She's wearing bare feet. She has bare feet in a, in a bar. And I'm sure she says something like, it, it's better for your body to walk around. <laughs> there was a girl at our school, at the film school, who did not wear shoes to class. Seriously. This Please girl didn't stop. wear shoes. And... Ask me if her, she had a good personality. <laughs> oh my! Just ask you like, do I have a good personality? No, no, no. She's saying, did she had a good personality? <laughs> I thought she just showed up with bare feet one day and asked you that. She, I wouldn't put it past her because she did not have a good personality. <laughs> and we would be in like the film classes in the theater, and she would have her little dirty little piggy toes (laughs) (laughs) on like the backs of the seats it was horrific no that's disgusting and also it's dangerous like she's in a bar there's probably broken glass on the ground tetanus exists yeah fungus and those are not high heels you're supposed to be so athletic you can't walk one inch off the ground yeah honestly she never lost a day on drag race this girl so um Franny, you know, Franny's so happy that she witnessed this, though. And she walks away and she's like, okay, put the next two rounds on, like, the chambers tab. Yeah, she put. She says, put the bars next two rounds on the Evan chambers tab. Yeah, and she, like, whispers it. Uh, oh, my God. Love that. Okay, so then back at Dale and Rusty's apartment. This is something where I actually do question him being a good roommate because he's clipping his toenails in front of Rusty. It, and that, like... 
on their table in their living room. I had a roommate who did it in our kitchen. I remember that oh, roommate. No. And then I found one on Please. No. <gasps> like she was I would throw, in the sink. That to me is so. No, she was doing it on the island. That to me is so horrifically disgusting. I would throw up, honestly. I couldn't believe my eyes. And it was almost like I was like, I literally, I can't even say anything because at the point where I would have to walk this person through many social norms for her to understand. <laughs> like you've just blown through so many social yeah. norms. You violated. She's violated so many laws <laughs> of nature. Like, I can't even, and I would like hear them later. I could hear the oh, <laughs> it's like a metallic, yeah. metallic chirp. Yeah, the metallic chirp. I know she was going to town in the kitchen, and I would just stay in my room because I was like, I can't see it. Yeah, and so Rusty's like Dale, like. Have you been going to church? Like, you're going to have to leave the apartment to go to church. And Dale's like, oh, I've been doing it online. Like, <laughs> it's so great. I can do everything online these days. Dale was preparing for 2020. Truly. He was so ready. He would be someone who, like, became famous. Like, a TikTok celebrity. Yeah, home. because he would be, like, making recipes and, like, yeah. showing, you, showing you how to sew. He would have thrived in that environment. So, Rusty says he is going to be having friends over. And then, and that he told the KTs that, like, they have free porn. Well, he doesn't tell that to, he doesn't tell that to Dale. He just is like, oh, I'm going to have friends over. And then the, the doorbell rings, and they all come running in, and they say, free porn! Oh, yeah, and that's when, doesn't Rusty say something? Like, we only have, actually, like, a couple channels. Well, like, they come in, and he says to Cappy, like, we don't actually have porn. Like, <laughs> and, like, Beaver's, like, searching for it on the TV. Oh, my God. Oh, and Cappy asks Rusty, like, oh, where have you been? Yeah, because Rusty's also kind of been in hiding a little mm-hmm. bit. He's obviously been avoiding the whole Jordan sitch. Which is the only reason he's realized that Dale hasn't left the apartment is because he's, he's finally he's there. Leaving. Yeah. It, that kind of does happen. I feel like when you're at home a lot and your roommate's there, like, you're like, wait, why are you never leaving? And you're like, oh, wait, it's because I'm never leaving too. <laughs> I've been there. So Dale is on to Rusty. He knows what he's doing and he has a plan up his sleeve as well. But I don't know if it's really like a scheme. It's just more of like what naturally happens. (laughs) So Casey is like sadly puff painting, like stress puff painting. Because she's just like sad about the whole Jordan sitch. And Ashley's also upset. And Casey's like, I just don't get it. Like ZBZ after Franny was really supposed to be like this inclusive environment because they're so different now. They even have like a Wiccan girl. I love that. I know. I mean, that's awesome to have a Wiccan. Yeah, but then Ashley says, she quotes Renee Rapp and says, I can't be everything to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So Casey's like, I'm not ready to give up on Jordan. And in that moment, she says something about softball. Or she says something about, like... She says, like, well, she got along with her softball friend so well. Like, she can find a place here or something. Yeah, Yeah, and in that moment, she has, like, this idea. And she goes... Ashley, karaoke is canceled. And Ashley's, like, kind of upset. Because didn't she have, like, a cover in mind that she was going to do? Oh, because Ashley loves karaoke. Yeah, yeah. and she has a beautiful alone. voice, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, she does, because she sang at the Gatsby night. Yeah, yeah. and remember at, on the Spookiest Max and Easton night, she was coming home from a canceled karaoke. open karaoke night at Dobbler's. I love Oh, my that. gosh, yeah. I feel like required listening for this ep is the spookiest Max Sinista episode. Yeah, for context. If you haven't listened, we highly recommend going back and then coming back to this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, so Dale is being hostess of the year. He is handing out nachos to all of the very hungry KTs. And, and Ru- Calvin. Yeah. And Rusty kind of pulls Cappy aside. Also, I always like to see Calvin and Cappy, like, be very civil. Like, it just shows that Cappy is, like, not an angry person, you yeah. know? No. Like, Cappy sees people as individuals. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so Rusty's, like, pulls Cappy aside. He's like, come on, you got to turn it up. And Cappy's like, we've been here for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, and, like, Calvin doesn't even remember when he got there. Yeah. He's like, I've been here so long, I don't even remember. And Dale just keeps feeding everyone. Like, he's made pigs in a blanket. I think he makes, like, he's making a pie or popcorn or something. Like, yeah. He's got every... Both. He is really being a hostess. He's He is Maya Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... I said Rusty goes to his room. Yeah. He does. He's like, he I'm just going to go to my room. He's like bitter that Dale has found a way to enjoy himself. And that now not only is Dale always in the apartment, but everyone is always in yeah. the apartment. Yeah. So uh, Casey goes to Icky and Joan answers the door because she's <laughs> awaiting her gin of the week delivery, which is the best Christmas gift she's ever given herself. <laughs> <laughs> of course, her drink of choice is gin. Yeah. Uh, shivers. That, that house is so weird. Like, when you when Casey goes inside and you see the interior, like it's a nice house, but like it is a home. It does not look like a sorority house no. in the yeah, slightest. No, it's just like a rental home. And um, Casey tells Franny that she wants to change the competition, which shouldn't be a problem because Franny said they can beat them at anything. Exactly. And she goes, "Oh, did you hear that one of our girls made us a Hollywood week on American Idol?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Of course. <laughs> So, uh, we don't know what it is yet, but they've changed the competition. But we do know what it is because of the IMDb summary. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't read the IMDb summary at first. I was thinking softball. Right. But I was like, that would be a hard Yeah, not thing everybody to just can play up. softball. Yeah, just pick up, literally. Like. So, we go back to Dale and Rusty's apartment, and it is in disarray. Um, there are KTs scattered about everywhere, nachos. Yeah, they're passed out. My worst nightmare. They've been just, yeah, you know, it smells rank in there. Oh. Um, there is a ring at the doorbell, and I think it's Calvin that opens it or something. Like, they, yeah, Calvin opens it. Because I think, like, Dale and Rusty are like, no, 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 yeah. no. Um, because it always seems that Sheila comes by in the mornings to do her walkthroughs. And they open it, and it's Sheila, and she is pissed. And Dale tries to, like, backtrack. He's like, they're squatters. <laughs> we don't know them. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and she tells the guys that you violated your contract, and you have 24 hours to move out. So Damn. That is intense. Yeah. And yeah. so. Especially if you're hungover. Oh. oh. And it smells bad. And it smells bad. Where are you going to go? I don't know. This is not good. So Rusty and Dale are packing up and the KTs have evacuated. (laughs) And um, Dale is like, admits, you know, what's really going on, why he hasn't left. He's like, it was just so much easier to be social well, in the first, dorms. because Rusty kind of comes at him. Yeah. Dale is like, this wouldn't have happened if you had invited all, them all over. Right. And Rusty says, this wouldn't have happened if you had a life. And it's like, I well, know. first of all, no. the problem is you had an issue with the way that he was living his life. It wasn't that he doesn't have one. Right. And also, like, I mean, you didn't even notice or care, Rusty, until it directly affected you. Classic Rusty. Yeah. But, um... 
yeah, he's really mean to him. And then Dale is just like, you have KT. Like, I don't really have a group to hang out with. And at the dorms, you know, there was a common room. People were always hanging out. And I honestly really got this. Like, when you moved off campus, it was really hard. Like, and, you know, I was a part of uh, other, like, groups, like, other clubs, other things. But it is really difficult to, like, adjust to that just seeing people all the time. Yeah, he called it a built-in social network, which is so true. So true. And they really do, like, try and keep you, like, stimulated throughout the year when you're, like, in those freshmen. And you're so close to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're close to all of your friends. So, like, even if someone's not in the same dorm, you can just walk to their room at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Like, it doesn't matter what time it is. And, yeah, people are always hanging out. You talk to people you might not have necessarily hung out with. Like, it's just a lot easier, especially if you're in Dale's position where you, like, aren't a part of an organization. So Rusty kind of does then. Like, Dale says, like, you're also hiding from something. Like, there's a reason that you've been home so much. And Rusty doesn't tell him, like, that it's Jordan, but he's like, yeah, we've both been running from our problems and we need to face them. And that's when Casey busts in with the eviction notice. Oh my god, and she is livid. She's rightfully, rightfully upset. Yeah, she's like, she's one like month? she said, she's like, this is gonna ruin my credit score. Yeah. It totally would. An eviction. Yeah. Yeah, and she says to Rusty and Dale, she's like, well, we need to give Sheila something that she wants. Well, first Dale, Dale says, maybe this wouldn't have happened if you came by more often. Yeah, and he's holding her hand. Oh my he said, god. He said Rusty's going that. through something and we need to help him out. <laughs> um, so then Casey and Rusty are like, okay, we gotta sacrifice Dale. Mm-hmm. Like they're looking yeah, at, they him. Both smile at him. Like, like, what would Sheila want? Yeah. yeah. So sacrifice Dale. He's he says something about Sheila, like about how she makes him uncomfortable. And I think they say, like, oh, is it her age or something? Or is it because she's our landlady? Yeah. Like, is it her position of power? And he's like, no, I think it's her breasts. Mm. Ew. (laughs) On the way, they're walking him to the office. So he goes in to talk to her. And somehow they get on the topic of his purity pledge and how he thinks women are, like, a fine wine. Yeah, you know, because he says, I don't even drink, and, you know, I took a purity pledge, and she doesn't like hearing that at first, but then he's like, because I think women should be cherished, like, Mm -hmm. a fine wine, and she's like, tell me more about women as fine wine. Yeah. It gets so sexual, so It becomes just, like, steeped in innuendo, and... It's, it's like, very disturbing to watch. She confesses that she's super into him. Yeah, she says he's intoxicating, and <laughs> she kind of reminds me of Molly Shannon in this. Yeah. She does. I was thinking that. Um, when she takes her hair down and, and she's like, like <sighs> immediately into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's and good. She's funny. She's going to let them move into a different unit, which I think is probably best. They shouldn't be in the model unit. Yeah. It wasn't the right fit for them. Even okay, that's as a model so team. weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Casey once again shows up at Jordan's, and she's like, I know you de-pledged, but, like, I need your help. Well, and she's like, I didn't, like, submit your drop form yet, so you're still my little sis. Like, you're still in it, basically. Yeah, and she tells her, she's like, you have an evil grand bag. Mm-hmm. And then she tells her the lore of Franny, and she announces that they're playing dodgeball against the Ickies, so that's why she needs Jordan's help. Um, so they show up to play dodgeball at, like, a tennis court, and Jordan is in the most disgusting 
disgusting outfit I have ever seen in my entire life. She's in low rise, uh, what's it called? Camo. Camo cargo shorts. And they're like really long. Like they're clearly like Andes or something. And she like put yeah. them on. And she just really doesn't care. Eyes. Like they're so, yeah, they're falling off yeah. of her. <laughs> and she has her hair in like not a messy bun. Like it, it like she slept in her hair like that or something. It's like a and down, then, like, messy side pony situation. It's just, she's trying so hard to not try. And it really is annoying. Um, and Max is cheering Casey on from the sidelines, which is really cute. And they kind of go up to the, like midline or whatever and Franny is very intense like she's so scary and she says oh, some like yeah. slightly not even slightly she's some like straight up homophobic stuff about Jordan like playing yeah. even though she's met Jordan and she's recognizable like you know who this person is then uh Jordan's like getting very competitive like Franny's smack talk is kind of amping Jordan up and the ZVZs just aren't really made for this kind of game they start sc- as soon as the first ball is thrown they're scattering yeah, it's scary dodgeballs are like really it is hard. scary well those weren't the foam ones either right no, those were like, like the, the red balls bouncy ones yeah. yeah in pe in middle school we had to switch yeah did you guys i think that was like it a was. nationwide I, switch i hated yeah. dodgeball so much I, well i would get hit on purpose I'd be like, oh, I, oh see, as as someone who was so terrified of it, I always ended up being like one of the last people because I camouflaged myself so well. And then it was like me and like the actually athletic person, and I was like, what yeah, have I, I done? I do remember the switch <laughs> into those like smaller, the smaller, foam ones. yeah, the smaller foam but ones. They still hurt. Yeah, they didn't, and there was always those kids that took it way too seriously yeah. and were like pounding people with them. Like, yeah, it was awful. It was not a fun game. Um, and so. They're running for their lives. Is her name Becky or Beth? Beth. 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 Uh, I it's thought it was Beth. Becky. I yeah. had to like really listen. I thought, they, I thought they were saying Beck. Yeah, I thought they were saying Beck too. So no, it's this is Beth, the kind of not so smart former ZBZ, mm. now Icky. And she's just not quite sure what she's even doing there. She's not moving at all, which I'm concerned why she isn't getting hit by anyone. So Beth is just standing there, but then um, Franny is like, okay, Beth, like, take this ball and just throw it, like, at so-and-so. And she's kind of directing her, and Beth has, like, an arm on her. Like, she can nail people, but she has no idea what she's doing. So Ashley gets out. The game is, like, getting closer and closer. Finally, it's just... Uh, Beth and Franny and Jordan and Casey and Casey says to Beth um Beth like do you mind like right before Beth's about to throw the ball like Franny instructs her to throw it at Casey and she's like oh Beth before you throw that like I think your ball has a leak can I take a look at it and she lobs it to Casey Casey catches it Beth is out Mm -hmm. um and then Casey wants to get Franny out Jordan says go ahead do the honors she has the weakest throw of her whole game. She just kind of like lightly throws it and then Franny obviously catches it and she gets out. And Franny is gloating immediately. She thinks that they won. She's like, ha ha ha. Can she not count? And then Jordan nails her with the ball. And Jordan is acting like she found Nirvana with this win. (laughs) Yeah. This is just what Jordan needed. I don't know where she got that other ball, by the way. She wasn't holding it. She was. Oh, she was? Yeah. Yeah, and she's... She's so happy. She's elated. She's found her place. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the girls are celebrating their win at Dobblers. And then 
Ashley kind of realized that Jordan is like making eye contact with Andy across the bar and Jordan's like yeah that's this KT pledge I've been kind of seeing him and Casey realizes oh that's Rusty's little bro yeah and she obviously knows that Rusty likes Jordan so now she knows okay but there's also this moment here where Ashley's like oh you like him so much and we get like a shot of Jordan's face where we're like wait maybe she doesn't yeah Yeah, I noticed that too yeah like it almost made her think like do I I also, earlier in the episode, doesn't Casey tell Ashley that Rusty has a crush on Jordan? Yeah. Well, Rusty told Ashley and Casey, remember when they found him on the bench and he was daydreaming oh, about yeah. that girl? And that's why they decided to give her a snap yeah. I guess Ashley's kind of just, like, less invested in Rusty. Right, or, like, maybe or doesn't think... Or, like, top of mind. Yeah. yeah. Or doesn't think that, like, he still likes her or whatever. But um, I don't think that Jordan likes Andy. She likes that he likes her. Yeah, because yeah, she was so embarrassed from the kiss. Casey gets, like, a little protective here, too. You can kind of see her being yeah, like, Yeah, oh. she definitely is. She's, like... Sad. She just... A residual wound. Knows. Yeah, it's it's sad. Um, so then we see Franny bust into Evan's room again. And his hair, again, is, like, having some volume. And Franny now wants to know why he cheated and why he rubbed it in her face yeah fair, it was pretty was, cruel like, we were talking about how cruel that was oh yeah i want to know too yeah. well i mean he was trying to get her he thought that was the end then and he was like yeah i was kind of trying to hurt you but also like i was doubting who was actually in my life like why people were even friends with me or cared about me and um she was like, well, you know what? We both started this relationship for business purposes, which is true. Like he, like I said last episode, he technically knew what he was getting himself into. He didn't like how it felt when he was in it. But like, she is right. That was the basis like of why they started their relationship. And we get some Franny backstory here. We do. Yeah, because this is juicy. Evan says, I still don't understand your motive for wanting to be a chamber so badly. Yeah, and he's like, I know why I did it. Yeah, I wanted to make Casey jealous. But, like, I don't, yeah, I don't really get what was in it for you that much. Besides, you know, him bankrolling her. But it's because Franny's mom came from, like, a very, very wealthy family. And then she met a man who she fell madly in love with. But her Franny's grandparents, her mom's parents, didn't approve. So if she was going to be with that man, they were going to cut her off. And she chose love, however, and that's Franny's dad. However, he still left them. Yeah. So it didn't even work out. And that's sad. She was yeah. abandoned by her father. She grew up without a dad. And she said, like, I can't believe my mom would give all of that up for something as unreliable as love. <laughs> Tracks. Right, so then Franny kind of admits it. I don't know if if Evan knew this or if Franny had admitted this before, but Franny says, you know, I convinced Casey to stay with you after you cheated because of what it would do for her. They, like, slightly mention it. I feel like there was a time where the three of them were in a room and Franny alludes to, like, her Casey only staying with Evan because of the chamber's name. Like, there's definitely a scene where he's kind of aware of this, but, like, he is hurt in this moment again when she's bringing it up again because it's, like, 
gross. He knew that she stayed with him because of that. Yeah. But I don't know if he knew that Franny told her to. Maybe he did. But anyway, I don't I just don't remember. So um she says like that was a lot easier to give that advice than to take it. Mm-hmm. And this is them breaking up. Evan says, you know, I'm sorry that we didn't work out, which like you're not, but okay. And that's the end of Franny and Evan, it's actually a pretty mild breakup. She wishes him luck, and she leaves. Well, she says, I could still use you in my corner. Yeah, they kind of agree to still be, like, in alliance. Yeah, yeah and they kind of, like, chuckle. Mm-hmm. It is really mild, all things considered. Yeah, yeah, considering, like, how aggressive last episode was. This is, like, a very different ending. Yeah, it's nice, though. Like, God, I hope Evan's, like, coming out of this vortex. Um, So then... We're at Dobbler's, and Rusty has finally ventured out of his hole. He tells Cappy um, that Dill had got a new apartment and a new girlfriend. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my gosh. And he t- says it's a leasing agent, and Cappy makes a face, and he goes, trust me, it's weirder than it's <laughs> It is. <laughs> he's not wrong. Um, and he, like, confesses to Cappy that he's been avoiding going to the house and hanging out with the guys because it's just really hard to see Andy and Jordan. And Cappy says, I know that feeling well. He says, he's looking at Casey and Max Mm -hmm. and says, it's torture watching the girl you love in the arms of another guy. That's what he says. Sad. Uh, I know. Torture. And then he says, but you know, like, you can't give up hope. Yeah, he's like, we only have hope. It's really sweet. And, um... And Rusty takes this to heart, obviously, because Cappy says it, and he goes up to Jordan and uh, Andy, and Jordan, like, gives him this really long, pro- like, prolonged hug. Like, she gets up from her chair and is, like, hugs him for a really she does, long time. yeah. She's giving Sheila. She's giving Sheila. And Casey looks on from that table, like, she sees this interaction, yeah, like, and she just knows. Casey's so, like, Spencer is so good at making that look, where she just, like, knows. It's yeah. like the all-knowing look. It's such a small, like, change of, like, her facial features, but she does it so well. It's like the um, Megan Faye, like, White Lotus scene, yes. where she, like, goes through, like, 20 emotions in, like, 10 seconds. It's, like, so seconds. subtle, but, like, you can yeah. just see the change in her eyes. It was that, and then the episode ends, like... I just, I actually feel really bad for Rusty, and I cannot believe I'm saying that, but... I don't feel that bad for him. I think, like, it's definitely like, uh, that's a shitty situation, but it's like, uh, we've all kind of been there. And he put himself there. And yeah. knowing Jordan now, I feel less bad for him, because I'm like, I just think, like, there's someone better out there. Yeah. Yes. Even for Rusty. Yeah. I want Jordan to, like, oh my god, I don't know, like, come to her senses. Maybe she will now that she's decided to embrace ZBZ. Okay, winner? Winner. There's not many. Yeah, mine is Casey for figuring out how to get Jordan to stay and also for helping the boys fix the apartment. (laughs) You know, Mm. overall, net positive for Casey. Yeah. I'm gonna go with, um... Calvin, I just like to see him like he's a very good friend to Evan, and I think being a very good friend also means that like when your friend is screwing up, you are honest with them. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Dale. He was like vulnerable to Rusty, and also he was even though Casey was the brains behind the operation, he was the sacrifice. He executed. (laughs) He executed, and he ended up getting a girlfriend out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good winner. Okay, losers. Jordan. I have to. I have to do it. Someone has to. 
honest. I, I was really considering. I, I went just... Franny because she's just kind of like something of a domino effect. Mm-hmm. Did wait? Did we talk about the way she was looking so jealously at Casey? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm actually gonna go Max, even though we barely saw him this episode. Hearing how miserable he is at CRU, you just know that if Casey actually knew that and he was sharing that with her, like, I don't. I think even if she still thought he hadn't gotten in or he gotten, she would be like so supportive of him going somewhere else, you know, or like transferring or something. I just yeah. hate hearing that. Like, it's... It's really you're, painful. You're choosing... I don't know. It's just, like... He shouldn't be complaining is, about it now if he made that choice, too. I guess, but also, like, it sounds so miserable, and it sounds like such a departure from, like, what he wants to do in his life that it's, like, of course you would complain, but, like, why are you doing this? I mean, I know why, but... It shows, like, a lack of self-esteem. A lack of self-worth. even. I'm just, like, you, you just made the wrong choice. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and that's what you missed on. Glee. Um, Last yeah, time on I week. just think the only thing with that is, like, I think he had a good a good time the rest of the episode. Yeah, he did. I just think we're finally getting a glimpse into, like, what the effects totally, were. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more teeing up my loser for, like, the coming weeks because I think that we're going to start seeing an arc of Max where, like, he's genuinely not happy because of the decisions he's yeah. made. We've gotten so little Max recently. I know. He's fully not in a lot of episodes. I think he's I think he's going to start coming back as, like... Okay, good. I mean, I don't remember, honestly. I don't really remember a lot about him, but, like... He has a long arc. He he does. He's yeah, been he's been on while. for... He's spanned two seasons now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just Hasn't feel he? like... Or no. Even though Jordan won the dodgeball game allegedly, like I still feel like she she had to like make the winning shot in order to feel like that sense of like community. But it's like she couldn't have just been involved. Yeah, you know, like she had to be the winner. <laughs> Can you imagine if she had gotten out? <laughs> that oh, one would have left. Funny. Yeah, she is really bad sports. She would have stormed out for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just I I'm sorry. Like I haven't liked her since Don't day one. Don't be sorry. sorry. You're right. Let me just stop apologizing. She doesn't like being friends with girls. (laughs) Never forget. Never forget that brown bedspread. The brown sheets. I I close my eyes. (laughs) I close my eyes and I see it. It's haunting me. I literally had a mouthful of tea and that was the worst time to have that. I almost choked on myself. Can you imagine a death on the pod? Because of the brown sheets. <laughs> death by brown sheets. Um, Alright, well, thanks for joining, joining us on this fun romp down, down memory lane. Bye. Bye.